Hello everyone, welcome back to the Star Wars Podcast And I'm so sorry I feel like, I know I've been like Abandoning you guys But in truth, I was in a state And you have to understand that After a while, it gets pretty hard to find guests That would like to open op- to talk openly about their Probably hardest thing to talk about So yeah, but we're back today uh we have a pretty cool guest in the name of clara Aww. you might know her from past episodes she's been here before if you guys already forgot about her then let's just have her introduce herself again hi i'm clara and well today i'll be your guest <laughs> <coughs> oh wow okay so well interlude <laughs> we're going to talk about Okay, there is no easy way to say this, but uh, self-harm and the many form of it. And I know when I say about self-harm, you might, what comes into your head probably, uh, I'm sorry, trigger warning, uh, but like cutting and stuff like that. But there's more about this topic than just that. So how about we go, I don't know, uh, I usually ask, ask it like this, like, What's your experience with it? But this is not an easy topic to, you know, just say that. But, okay, let but, me just... Do you want to start well, it off or me? Um, You can go first if you want. My experience with it was like... Uh, physically, three or four years ago, but mentally to this day. Uh... I'm just gonna explain the mental part and what does it mean. Basically, I deny myself every opportunity of happiness that comes into my way. And I know it sounds stupid that someone would decline or reject a chance at happiness, but yeah, it doesn't feel like deserve. It's like the poem of Sabrina Benaim. It's really hard to have fun when you don't want to have fun. Basically, that is the way to put it. And yeah, I I run myself to work. I'm working 24-7. I'm taking more jobs than I could handle. So yeah, that's my idea of self-harm at least. How about you? Um, Are we talking about my idea of self-harm or my experience of Um, self-harm? Which one are you comfortable sharing? And I know this topic. It's really hard because... It's personal and like, you know. I feel like if I feel like when I get the chance to talk about it with someone, then I won't ruin that chance. So I'm gonna talk about my experience and overall what I think self harm is to me. So I really hope that what I'm saying, disclaimer, I do not um, want people yeah, to we, like. We do not endorse the things that we do. Exactly. Oh, we did. Exactly. This is we're our just, experience dealing with it. Exactly. And maybe we're just, we're not done dealing with it. We're just still in the process of dealing with it. Like what you said, right? Yeah. Um, it's a constant day, battle. It's a exactly. constant battle. So, yeah. Everyone has their highs and lows every single day. So it's not always high. It's not always low. But it's like you self-harm on this day, but the next day you're fine. And then you self-harm on that day. And the next day, and it's a constant, continuing battle with yourself, with your days, and like it happens throughout the hours too. Like it can happen 
um, um, this like you're okay this minute like right right at this minute and then the next minute you're just like wow I'm not am I really okay <laughs> are we are we all not yeah but you so, know like I guess the thing is like our idea of not okay is different than others our not okay is probably. really not okay you get what I'm saying <laughs> well probably yeah I bet I bet everyone's um, idea of not okay is different okay so I'm gonna talk about my experience with it um, I'm gonna openly tell you about it because I don't know who else I can tell you about like about self-harm because you know how no offense no offense to any of my friends or to anyone around me but whenever I tell them what I'm doing or how how I'm you know what is it how I'm dealing with it and how I'm coping it's my coping mechanism stuff like that they do not understand that this helps me and that this probably helps other people though it's not you know it's not okay to do it but it still helps other people so for the past years ever since I was in probably middle school I would um I would grab a sharp object and and if you if people get the idea of what I do with this op- sharp object I would hurt myself and I would do this not to just feel like feel something because I know some people would say when you self-harm it's because you don't feel nothing at all and you want to feel something but for me self-harm to me is just a way for me to punish myself I think a way for me to feel like feel like that um it's probably my anxiety You know, saying that I did it wrong, I shouldn't have said this, I shouldn't have said that, and so I'm punishing myself. And it's it's stress too. Like it's my stress saying like maybe if you do this, you won't be stressed at all. And it's true. Like whenever I do this, my mind it takes like my it's my mind just keeps thinking that like you should focus on self harm. You shouldn't focus on anything else. So it's like it's a distraction. right and so i think what my idea of mental of um self-harm is a coping mechanism that someone has to one distract themselves or to punish themselves so yeah and the thing about this that a lot of people who doesn't have the demons i don't like to say illness because yeah even though it is illness but It is not illness, man. It's treatable. At least most illness are. But what I had, what I have, isn't. It's it's always gonna be there, dormant, waiting for the right time to get me. But so I like to call them my demons, and they're talking on both of my shoulders every day. And a lot of people don't understand that we uh, I w- we deserve the things that we did to ourselves. It's stupid. Yes, but sometimes there's this sense of I don't deserve anything good in my life and I fucked it up and this is what I shit got. And a lot of people don't understand that, do they? And yeah, partly it's because I'm broken as fuck, probably. But the other part I is... I should be laughing, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Like, I, 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 I prefer it when someone laughs because they understood it's... that and it's... Gimana ya? Like a lot of people don't really 
when they act offended is what something that I don't really like because it's my yeah. journey. It's my it's, journey. It's, it's my story. It's the, dark, it's the darkness in us that wants us to laugh, you know, like because we've been through it, so we know what yeah. to do and how to feel and like what to say. You know, I hate when I tell someone about this. They're like, "Yeah, lo ngapain lagi tuh jadi apain sih lo gila ya?" You know, and it just it makes me feel like I don't belong here. Yeah, that's why. Ah, oh yeah, but <laughs> the sense of I don't know why, but it's the awareness of it. It's getting higher and higher. Yes, but a lot of people want to act like a savior, like a hero, when sometimes a saint. Yeah, when sometimes all we need is just a listener. You got me. Exactly. Yeah. Like sometimes we just want to be heard. We don't want any of your advice. I'm going to a psychiatrist. I, I am seeing a professional for that kind of shit. But telling someone who I know, it's relieving in a way that at least you know me as who I am now, and I want you to know me as who I am. So when one day it eventually slipped up, or eventually it's gonna come out, you will stay because you already know about it. That kind of thing. Exactly, and it's really hard to like not tell anyone about it. Like it's really hard nutupin semuanya yang terjadi because first you don't want that person to go. You know, if they if you tell them your demons and your darkness and and your mental state, lo tuh takut orang itu akan pergi. They'll leave you because they're actually not ready to commit to. that part of you yeah and okay. there's a sense of uh when we say that we have these kind of issues like we have these demons let's just say that there's a sense that of people that danger like like we're going to go feral on them like we're gonna hurt them no the, the only person we want to hurt is ourselves and not ourselves. anyone else <laughs> exactly we may I don't know if I can self-diagnose myself or if I can self if I can diagnose other people. But sometimes people who self-harm are really I'm not gonna label them. I'm not gonna label anyone. But they usually have um, bipolar. They usually are bipolar or they are a sociopath. Sometimes like that, something like that. So I'm not gonna label anyone now because we have that label bipolar, sociopath, or like depression. People might think that we'll act like an actual psychopath that will blow up. Yeah, but And when in 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 all fairness, the the first time that I go to a professional, a psychiatrist, it's at a public hospital, right? And yeah. I when I I was really scared. It's like my first time. I'm I'm all alone. I'm like a college, not even a college student. I'm like a senior high school student who is alone, and. You know when I when I get into the cashier, so you have to register by the cashier first, right? Your name, blah 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 blah, and then you go into the waiting room. And when I say where I want to go, and I said to the person behind the counter and like tell them, yeah, I want to see a psychiatrist. Everyone there looks at me. You just know everyone looks at me like I'm going to attack them or something, right? And then, and then when I get into the waiting room, I met with people who are genuinely the nicest kind of people. Like, I remember this one one dude who's like twenty ish, 
and he's like he's the happiest person if you don't know that he's seeing a psychiatrist he laughs a lot he he talks to everyone he's nice he's genuine he's willing to help everyone who's like it's their first time there and he tried to comfort me and stuff like that that's the one who goes in like that's the nicest of people but sometimes a lot of people who doesn't understand that sees us as the worst of humans and i don't i don't It's hard to change that, but slowly we could, I think. Sometimes um, those type of people, they actually do not know. They can't. They they don't even know if if um, if they are actually genuinely happy though, because sometimes when you see someone who's really happy or like who's nice and sweet and stuff like that, could actually be someone who's dying on the inside. So here's yeah. what I'm gonna say in conclusion for this part of the topic is that like one um just because someone is labeled as a nice person or someone is labeled as a sociopath or someone is labeled with ptsd bipolar does not mean that they they harm you in any type of way they usually harm themselves because one they do not have the heart to hurt anyone like literally the only person that is on their mind or like they're focusing on is themselves is focusing on how to hurt themselves and i guess that's one of the scariest things too right yeah and uh the one thing that i appreciate about the kind do i i have i see my demons as a blessing even though it's not it's a curse really let's just admit that it's a curse <laughs> but you know uh, a lot, the friends that I have now that already knows about it is the friends that are willing to stay you know like it's a natural filter in a way to keep the one, the fake ones out because the ones yeah I don't have a lot of friends I don't have like hundreds of friends no I don't have that I have maximum 10 10 people that at any given night I could call at 3am and tell them that I'm not doing well and they will pick up that's the kind of friends that I have it kind of became a natural filter for me to just talk about it and you know you can just watch the ones that you know don't really give me like you know the ones that not really want to be your friend just slips away and yeah it's kind of a natural filter for me so. I feel like your definition of demons is definitely different from my definition of demons because I think having my demons I wouldn't call them my demons but I would call them me because they are a part of me like they are me everyone has demons I think but they don't want to address them as demons they want to address them as maybe just a bad day or like I don't know like bad luck but for me I would address them as like they're me they're like Clara and your definition of demons is like just demons you know you know people talking to you like your head having constant battles right i, I guess for me i differentiate say i used to think it's one and the same but when i realized that what helps me the most is like i need that moment where it's relapsing and i could just say that no this is not who i am this is just something else that usually sits on my shoulder that's taking over me and I'll be back tomorrow as me again that's kind of my coping mechanism I think and ladies and gentlemen that is also a form of self 
harm. <laughs> exactly. You know, you so, know, self-harm is like sometimes because again, a lot of media tries to portray it, tries to at least bring awareness, but they only show one, literally one side of it. And instead of spreading awareness, sometimes it's glorified it, you know. Oh yeah, true. So yeah, I like, do see that often. So yeah, it's glorifying them sometimes. But yeah, there's a lot of forms of self-harm. Even what's your okay? Here's here's a question that gonna sound really really heartless. If you don't want to answer, that's fine. But when is the last time, and what is it that you did to yourself? Um, openly talking about this because I feel like I'm never gonna stop. I don't know when I'm gonna stop. So I think this is gonna help me stop. My the last time I did it was probably three days ago. Three days ago, and I would what I said before. I would grab a sharp object, anything near me that's really sharp that can cut through thick skin. And well, that's what I do. And sometimes I would get a lighter. I would try to burn myself. And I know, I know what I'm. Okay, disclaimer. This is definitely a trigger so whoever's listening to this we are very deeply sorry we do not permit you to do it you are not obligated to do it to feel okay you're obligated not to do it yeah that's what i mean well <laughs> anyways that's that was the last time i did it and that's what i did and for the reason If you're gonna ask about the reason, you're probably gonna ask about the reason. Yeah, that's my next part. <laughs> Thank you for hosting yourself. <laughs> <laughs> And for the reason of it, um, I don't think there's any particular reason to it. Like one simple reason on why I do it. There's multiple different versions of why I do it. Um, it's probably because you know when there's a lot of things going on in your life, and you're just like you're too focused. You're like. You're trying to see, you're trying to focus on one at a time, right? Like, there's probably like ten problems in your life, and you're trying to focus on one, but you can't focus on one. So you try to focus on something else that you could put all into one. Like, do you get what I mean? Yeah. Like you're mengalikan diri lo. You're distracting. Exactly. I told you before that it was um, a distraction for me. So, um, these couple of days, and I, I know pro- you have probably felt it, felt it too, and everyone probably who's listening to this podcast probably felt that these couple of days have been really hard, really rough. These couple of years, actually, because of, you did my whole you know, life. <laughs> If I could just admit something, my whole life, basically. But <laughs> the thing is, yeah. But there's some like uh, some kind of trigger usually like something that even as little as I don't know your friends texting you differently like that's enough for me to be a trigger I think it's overthinking in us oh yeah triggers it <laughs> because you and I both know that we are both overthinkers <laughs> we're not over anymore we're uber uber thinkers like that's a new kind of threat. obsessive we're like obsessively thinking That we know, are we like, doing something about it? No, but are we thinking it? No. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh my God! Yes, in everyone I know, everyone can relate to that. Literally um, everyone. 
Uh, okay, so my story is starting from college. Uh, I I said to myself that I promise I would refuse to be happy until I'm successful. But the 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 part that's like self harming that is just I didn't set what the goal is. I just said to be successful. So in each and every moment, I achieve something. It's just. A reminder that I'm not there yet, but I don't know where there is. You know, like what is there? I don't know. But every single time, like even you know when you when you get the grade, like I I this is gonna sound like a flex, but it's not. I got three point nine something in my last semester, and legit I was mad at myself to the point that I recluse myself. I don't text anyone i lock myself in my room and yeah like basically refuse any kind of sensation to myself that's a form of self-harm that's pretty pretty extreme i guess yeah it's pushing yourself overworking yourself it's definitely a self-harm that people do not know that they have Right. They probably think that overworking yourself is one of the reasons we live. You know, like, yeah, emang gue kerja ya, gue kerja gitu kan. Emang udah kewajiban gue untuk kerja. Yeah, but the difference between it's my responsibility to work and I need to work because if I don't work, I'm gonna feel like a sack of shit that's worthless. It's a thin line. It's a very, very blurry, blurry line. I think. I think. I figured out. Thank you, college, for telling me the line. <laughs> when I think when people say when they if you tell people this, they probably be like, "Well, you shouldn't push yourself too hard. Like, you need to learn how to change your mindset and stuff like that." See, the thing is, we know that we do know that. Like, we know what we're doing is wrong, and we know that if we continue this, it'll just get worse. But at the same time, we do not want and do not even have like any type of what is it called perseverance like, perseverance yeah exactly mm-hmm. perseverance to like even stop because without this we don't even know who we are right without yeah, the self harm yeah without my overworking i don't know who i am that's exactly. the sad truth i it's sad that we identify ourselves as those who self harm But we still don't know, is it going to stop? When is it going to stop? But right now, I think we're just living in the now, right? The now and the past. I don't know about the future, yeah. though. <laughs> I, uh, my motto in life is just to give it my all to survive the day. Like, whatever happens, I'm going to make it to tonight. And I'm going to sleep and I'm going to wake up tomorrow and do it all over again. Live it day by day. Basically, fighting war every single day to just make even it to tomorrow. Even though you're stuck in the same loop, right? The same routine over and over again. Yeah, but I don't know if it's stupid, but I have this romantic idea in my head that if I'm doing this, then someday, someday that I'm gonna wake up. Realizing that I'm not in that state anymore, that I'm waking up next to someone I care about, and waking up for a job that I'm passionate in, and I believe that one day it's gonna come. But that's my only hope at the moment. I think the only motivation you have to keep going. 
yeah just for a chance at a better future you know to create the life that I've never gotten a chance or privilege to live I'm gonna create one for myself for me I think when I think about the future and about what I'm doing um I would think that the only motivation I have is to leave like I have this motivation that if I continue to work If I continue to self-harm, if I continue to be pretend to be okay, then I could leave all of this behind one day and then start again another day. Like start a whole new cycle again. You get what I mean? Like a healthier one, a better one. Exactly. Yeah. Well, if we're gonna if you're talking about romance, do you mind if I talk about romance? Sure. <laughs> uh, okay, pre um, predisposition. I am a hopeless romantic. I'm like fucking that Mosby over here. Oh my god! And uh, okay, uh, my only goal in 2021 so far is to f- have a home. You know, you get what I mean by saying home, but like, yeah, COVID basically bent me over and fucked me in the ass with that one. <laughs> oh my god, that's oh, really adult. But that yeah. is visually okay. That's visually gross, <laughs> disgusting, but okay. Yeah, but yeah, that's. But yeah, that, that's the funny part about my love life. Just that when I'm aiming about something else, I got something else. I'm aiming for a home, and I got a fucking GPA that I always wanted. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's just how it is. If we're talking about hopeless romance, romantics, I am definitely a hopeless romantic too. Like I think that's my toxic trait, though. I remember talking about this with someone. Um, I am my toxic trait is that I love too much, that I love to the point where I hurt myself too in the process. But that's also self harm. See, loving someone way too much and only thinking about them—that is also a form of self harm internally. If pe- people don't understand that, that's un- that's like a self harm. That's just like oh, lo, emang ya bucin, <laughs> right? Okay, people okay, think I. Like that. I, I Here's an here's an explanation from my friend, and I don't know if it relates to you too or not, but my friend said this to me: your your idea of self love is giving your all to someone else and then taking back what they give back as your self love. And sometimes what you have to understand is that people don't give what they receive. That's no, what my friend see, said about me. No, see, that's exactly what you're saying. What your friend said, not you. Is um, you're depending on something, right? Self love is when you love yourself, not when you get that love from someone else, because that means you're depending love on someone else, right? You're you're not gonna be independent. You're not gonna love yourself if you're counting on someone else to love you. See, that means that you're like you're relying on them to love you. So you try to work so hard. Not for yourself, but for someone else. See, that's what my defi- definition of self-love is: is to love myself and work hard for what I want and what I do. Like, if I do self-harm, that means I self-love myself too, because I'm doing it for me, not for anyone else. Who would you find that part in that regard? Probably, yeah. And that's why. I I, I, and that's why I got fucking played for three years. So. Good job, me. I guess. <laughs> Yay, you. Yay, Bintang. <laughs> But yeah. Do you think it's gonna happen to us? 
or do you think we're too fucked up for a stable relationship let's just say that well i don't know about stable relationship because i feel like every relationship is not stable literally not stable i mean from my experiences i don't know if it's because of me because of my issues <laughs> but every relationship is never ever going to be stable but for us i feel like people who are fucked up can deserve love too amen no to that how- brother what amen to that i'm losing hope Thank i guess this pandemic really changed me in the way that i'm losing hope that's just it i feel like i feel like because of this pandemic you can't meet new people that's why you feel like oh, i don't have any hope to like fall in love because i'm not meeting i'm meeting the same people over and over again who won't ever have any re- any sort of um feelings for me you're probably i don't know if you're feeling like that but my guess is that and you would probably guess correct Yippee me <laughs> always <laughs> yeah it's yeah it's just this pandemic is really it's not a great it's not a good time for me i'm here to have a good time not a long time <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> so um i guess right now i could feel like okay in my last podcast you know I talked about this one guy, right? And well, things didn't go the way I wanted it to. Didn't go as how I planned it to be. So, I guess I'm too fucked up. He does not want to be with me. <laughs> But, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. But I feel like everyone gets a second chance or a third chance or like maybe a fifth chance. So, right now I'm going for my 100th probably um you know, chance and he knows i guess when you meet someone i guess now in our age you know this century you have to meet someone who's who understands what fucked up is you know who understands your mental state because before i got into this relationship the relationship i am in now i remember you know informing him constantly that I am not okay. I don't think I'll ever be, but I really really want to try to be okay with you. But if I do have moments where I break down or where I would hurt myself, I'm sorry if it hurts you, but this is a part of me that you have to accept. Like this is part of the relationship. So what I'm saying is that people who are fucked up need to find someone who understands them. not to help them cuz we don't need help we do not need help what we well, well I we do it's like, like we do we, need we, we do need help but not from anyone else from, but we need uh, from from professional, like, professional mostly yeah that's what i mean but like i do not want to be with someone who wants to fix me or someone who wants to help me i want someone who understands me and what i'm going through so yeah i think that that's answering your question I think I don't know like I I tried uh, between the like the complete lack of self-esteem that I have or not enough time to do anything else besides work a lot of people saw me as this recluse and just 
don't have time for that kind of shit even though it's like nope you're wrong I do need it but you know still I'm still young at least that's one way to say it I'm still pretty young so far but yeah it kind of hurts when you see your friends okay this is not an attack on you or to my friends if you're listening to this we used <laughs> like I have this friend I have this friend group they're like we used to hang out together like there's six of us and two of them got together two of them got together and just like now every time because of their like they're my close friend right I'm used to replying to their stories so they're gonna come up first their Instagram stories their posts their whatever and I just have to see them having this life that I kinda want but kinda not so it's kinda Even in the pandemic, that's what make it worse. Because like in the pandemic, you can't do anything about it. You know, they could because like they live next to one another, but I can't. So, right. I think, I think another big issue to that the problem is that you keep, you keep comparing yourself to other people's happiness. You see, you find happiness in other people's happiness. Yeah. Like, okay, that's true. Uh, yeah, I'm. I I I love making my friends happy to the point where like they they kind of question my intention. Like they sometimes they like Bin, you don't have any intentions with me, right? No, it's just like you're my friend, and I want to make you happy, and I want to see you happy because your happiness is mine in the end of the day. And for me, that's the easiest way to make me happy is to make my friends happy, and like when I see them happy, I'm kind of happy too, even though it's not really. Even though there's a little bitty part of you that envies them, <laughs> of course there's gonna be a little envy. Like you see them, you know, laughing along with their partner, or like when they're hanging out with someone else, when they're with friends, and you feel like, wow. When you're with them, when you're with them, when like, when you're with them, you feel you radiate their energy, so you like you absorb their happiness. But when you're away from them and you see them out with other people, you see them happy. And you're not there to witness it. You feel like, wow, I really do depend on them to be happy. Like, can, can, can you stop the personal attack? No, no, no. It's, a, oh it's just God. a joke. Again, it's just a joke. <laughs> Sorry. So I don't know. You know, like this. This is a heavy topic, and I know this is a heavy topic. But you know, <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, here's no, the I'm, thing, I'm, listeners. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Listeners, listeners, the thing is, like, I've known Clara for like what four years now, and every Probably. single time, every single time she's like talking about this kind of thing, she just ended up personally attacking me over and over and over. And I was like, I'm not personally attacking hmm, you. All right, I'm just, I'm just saying things that, what that that you can't say out loud. Being like, I'm making you notice these things, and I'm making everyone notice these things. Like. I'm making myself notice these things by by telling someone about that. I can actually relate to that. Like, oh wait, what I'm saying is something is something about me. <laughs> <laughs> what what I'm actually saying is that wait, isn't that me? So no, personally, I'm not attacking you. I'm not attacking anyone. I'm just stating something. Facts and listeners, listeners, everyone who's listening to this, this is what me and Bintang are like. Literally, if we see each other, we would talk endlessly like this. <laughs> yes, yeah, like he would. He would what, talk. what we're talking about is ourselves, but somehow we're attacking one another. <laughs> you know, exactly. like, it's just how it is. Okay, back to the topic. Sorry, interrupt. To <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh. I know. Like, I don't think for me. 
okay, it, it is a pretty fucked up view, but like, I'm a guy, you know, like, I'm supposed to be the one who's stable, in all sense of the word. I'm, I have a Javanese culture, I am a Javanese person, my family is from Java, so yeah, that culture is still there, like, you're a guy, if you're a guy, you're gonna have to like, take it up on the chin, and be stable, that's your job, and yeah, for me it's like, I'm not gonna jump head first into another relationship except I am stable enough that if she collapses if she okay like you know the saying like relationship have to be a hundred percent right but the share yeah. is could be different every single day like one day you're only capable of giving 10% and they have to give you 90% and there are days where the complete opposite I want to be stable enough that I could support that relationship even though I'm even though they're at zero basically when will that okay, happen? So, I don't know. So, I'm not going to attack you. I'm not going to attack you. If you do feel like that, I'm sorry. But this goes out to the person I'm with and the guys I know. Is that a lot of the guys tell me this too. Like, I have to be stable. You know, who else is going to be stable if it's not me in the relationship? And here's what I'm going to say. Girls have to be stable too. Like, we both... I, when you said that when you're in a, you, you said that if you're in a relationship you have to give 100% right it's 100% but it could also be 50-50 too and there are days where probably he feels you know 11% and she feels the rest percent I'm too lazy to do the math but you get what I mean um, so like it's okay to feel like days where you're not okay where the guy is like down and he can't get back on his feet and the girl can get get him back on his feet so i think it's okay especially now nowadays um now we want to normalize mental you know mental illness or you know mental issues i think it is okay for the guys to feel not stable you know because the more you pressure yourself to feel stable the more hurt you can get the more self-harm you do see if you pressure yourself that's also another form of self-harm internally so i mean from from with the guy i am now he has days where he's down where he's you know battling his inner demons you know his nightmares and i feel like although i'm not stable and he's not stable it's okay because we both can stable each other you know we can meet in the middle to feel like okay because you know there's a point where you meet someone that you really love and although you're feeling really down just seeing them seeing them eye to eye you'll feel mentally stable like you'll feel okay at that moment it's I think everyone should know that ship has to be balanced out you can't be just one more than the other or you know one up and one down it's okay to be balanced it's okay to both feel down it's okay to both feel up so yeah yeah I don't have anything to say to that okay because... thank you <laughs> Because uh, another part of that equation is that I'm in a campus where 
a lot of people there who I who I even have slight adorations who came from <coughs> came from a pretty pretty apa ya, like a pretty well background you know a pretty well upbringing mm. happy upbringing and I am a shit storm I am not a happiness I'm not I don't have happy upbringing I don't I don't have that so who am I to ruin their perception of life who am I to bring this sense of chaos into their life who am I to bring me and like I don't know contours of my demons into her life and that isn't fair to them nor is it fair to me to let that kind of thing in so yeah I guess when I when I when I love someone essentially what it boils down to is just I want you to be happy and if my idea of happiness is you being as far far away from me and yeah that's what I'm gonna do I'm gonna sit here miles away from you and hope that the universe listens to my prayers and keep you away from all the danger this world has to offer right but like I guess I'm I'm like that type of person too. Like I don't want them to be, you know, terjun ke dunia gue yang bisa dibilang dark ini. So, so, so is, here's some question for you. Is it self harm to force yourself in or out? Of a relationship, you know. What do you mean by that? What relationship? Like to to give someone, like, is it is it is it like self harm when you give someone a fair share of your your demons? Basically, when you're in a relationship, you are sharing everything, right? Even to your demons, like you tell them that, that stories. If like I'm that. if I'm sharing my demons, doesn't like I'm telling them about my demons and welcoming welcoming them to my life. I think that's not a form of self harm, but the form of self harm is um, um, is when you're hoping for them to um, hoping for them to have the same demons as you. I think that's an also form of self harm. Being selfish is the self harm too. Yeah, and um, you know, I I can't do that to we can't do that to anyone to like make them feel, you know, to bagi bagi intimin kita ke orang lain itu enggak bisa dan enggak akan mungkin karena orang itu juga probably has even more demons than you do or like probably has um worse demons than you do. So I guess yeah, but like in a relationship. What you do need is just to love each other as equally and to understand each other as equally too. Because without understanding and love, is it really a relationship? Because if you don't understand the other how they're feeling and how their demons are, I mean, how are you going to love them, right? How are you going to love their, their true self? Yeah, and I think at the end of the day, what we can hope for is... A new start where all of this I guess when we are doing this it's just a distraction right from all the chaos all the mayhem in our life and 
we are all hoping for that one new start where we could redo everything to our liking and like start over basically that's the end goal if we that don't... is what I'm hoping for yes so yeah but I guess you know there's never ever going to be start a whole new life start a whole new cycle even if you move you know there's always gonna be your past biting you back in the ass yeah no matter how no matter how fast you run from your past it's gonna catch up definitely it is definitely gonna be either no they're either gonna catch up to you or they're gonna be there before you so I guess PTSD can also cause self-harm right when you outrun yourself when you outrun your demons wait no when your demons outrun you that's another form of self-harm is where you can't control your past And then you hurt yourself again, again and again. And, and again. again. <laughs> Don't forget the again. Don't forget the again. So yeah. <laughs> when is it going? To, when is it going to come? We don't know. We're just surviving day by day to get to that point. Just wake up and survive. That's everyone's goal every day. It's hard for me to like my hope isn't that high anymore but it's still there it's still making me pushing through it's still at least at the very least make myself work hard and hard and harder every single day but yeah I guess in the end of the day we just have to wish that it will come to us right definitely we just I guess we just have to hope hope is what You know, makes people feel human, right? Just hope and hope and hope. You know, when you're when you're in a relationship, you just hope it'll end well. And when you're out somewhere, you just hope you don't get killed or like you don't get in an accident. Yeah. I guess we just have to hope. So here's the closing part of this podcast. It's just that for anyone who's like us, who's still in this phase of no matter what form that they choose to harm themselves what is your advice is to limit yourself know your limits although it is definitely very hard you know but you need to like schedule it or like limit yourself you know to when where and how I think I guess I hope they understand what I mean because that's that's what I'm doing dealing with it is to like limit myself you know if I want to I'll find another way to do it thing and just it keeps going on and on and on until I find unhealth a healthy way you know right yeah and for me it's just that No, it's okay to ask for help, whether it's professional or just talking to a friend. 
from someone who's been to professional hub and is still going through professional hub it's not as scary as you think it's not even close it's basically talking to someone and let them decide what's best for you what best of action what's advice you should take or if you just want to talk to a friend that's fine but it is not your own battle like you could have a support system behind you you could have your friends or whoever your family if you're that lucky and yeah and yeah and one day we will survive this all together there's gonna be that one day when you're gonna wake up and you're in like the perfect new start and everything is gonna be okay if that's not happening yet then it's not the end that is my everyday motto <laughs> so i recommend everyone to watch um it's kind of a funny story <laughs> yeah it's kind of funny sorry uh, the book by nat fisini if you want to watch the movie it's like emma roberts and craig gilner uh, I love that movie, so I recommend I recommend everyone to watch that. Or feeling like, or the parts what? of being all power. It's also pretty good. Oh, all time, all time. Logan, I love you. Um, Emma Watson, this. I love you. But like, yeah. <laughs> There's the movie. Wow. The, the, that movie is actually the reason that I see a professional help. And the things inside that movie. It's kind of a funny story. To me. It's kind of a funny story, like when Craig is like on the ber- on the edge of it all, like he just wants to end himself, and he instead goes to a psychiatrist. And when I watched this movie, like legit, the next day I was like, yeah, that's a sign from the universe. I gotta go see one. <coughs> Then I see one. Tenang, bintang nggak apa-apa. Dia nggak sakit. Dia cuma batuk. Yeah. If everyone's thinking about that, because <laughs> you keep coughing. It's because I keep drinking ice. I'm allergic to ice. No, it's because no, it's because right now you're vaping. Oh yeah, that's also true. But yeah. <laughs> Any closing okay. statements you'd like to make? Um, I think I've said it all. So. Closing statement, like I'm, I'm doing this past podcast in a debating manner. Am I? Like, some my friends told me that. <laughs> okay. Wow. That's so you. If everyone who knows Bintang, this is so you. <laughs> you you know you know what Clara said to me like um, a year ago probably right now like stop having a debate with your own head. Oh my god! Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> so yeah, I guess it's all for, it's for all of you too. Stop having a debate with your own head and just live. Okay, okay. I'm just to close out this statement. I think it's only right if I read the closing statement from the book. It's kind of a funny story. Okay, you should, you should, you should. Yay. Okay, Vinda, uh, let me get the book. You should talk okay. to entertain, well, to entertain well, the listeners, and I'm gonna get the book. While he's getting his book, I would love to say that you should... Okay, well, he's singing right now. <laughs> But... um. You should, if you feel like no one can understand you or no one can relate to you, I recommend watching a movie, hearing a song, or make a playlist, you know, read books, because that is what I do too. When I feel like, wow, I'm on the verge of ending myself, I would 
All righty, mate. I'm here at the book now. I'm so back. sorry okay. to my Australian listeners. I know there's a lot of you. Sorry if that's a terrible take of your accent. And I'm sorry. Hi, mate. Wait, is that offensive? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> sorry. So, the closing statement of this book is this. Uh, it's this. Okay. It's okay. Run, eat, drink, eat more, don't throw up. Instead, take a piss, take a crap, wipe your butt, make a phone call, open a door, ride your bike, ride in a car, ride in a subway, talk talk to people, read, read maps, make maps, make art. Talk about your art, sell your art, take a test, get into a school, celebrate, have a party, write thank you note to someone, hug your mom, kiss your dad, kiss your little sister, make out with Noelle, make out with her more, touch her, hold her hand, take her out somewhere, meet her friends, run down the street with her, take her on a picnic, eat with her, see a movie with her, see a movie with Aaron, heck, see a movie with Nia. See, I, I'm, I'm memorizing the tone when in the movie. <laughs> Walk in as a volunteer and say hi to everyone who waited on you as a patient, help people, help people like Bobby, get people books and music they wanted when they're in there. Help people like Muktada. Show them how to draw draw more. Try drawing landscape. Try drawing a person. Try drawing a naked person. Try drawing no naked. Travel. Fly. Swim. Skip. Meet. Love. Dance. Win. Smile. Love. Hold. And walk. Okay, it's gay. Whatever. Skip anyway. Ski. Sled. Play basketball. Jog. Run. 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 Run home. Run home and enjoy. Take these verbs and enjoy them. There's yours, Greg. You deserve them because you chose them. You could have left everything behind, but you chose to stay here, so live it now for real. Just live, live, and live. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> that's, that's thank you. That's <laughs> I love how you memorize the tone. Yeah, I watched that movie plenty of times. Yeah, that's all I could say today. Just live, okay. no matter how, no matter how hard it is, no matter how much mark it left on you, live. You never know what's going to happen next. Literally, the next day you could be laughing your ass off with someone unexpected. So just live. And... Uh, Wait, are you crying? Are you crying? No. Okay, I thought you were crying. (laughs) I I couldn't cry. Like, if I could cry, I'd be so much better. Like, a lot of weight have been lost on my shoulder, but I couldn't. I would love to share my tears with you. I just don't know how. Yeah. (laughs) But just live. And in case anyone haven't said it to you, we're thankful that you're still here because one of you might have the chance to be like those people who helped me before. To help them. I guess like the song of Wonder said, to be human is to lose yourself. Find yourself, lose yourself again, and then find others. So, yeah. have a good night, everyone. This is me, Bint- Starless. <laughs> okay, Bintang or whatever. <laughs> this is me, Bintang, and Clara Fenita signing out. Bye bye, people. Have a good night. Bye, people. Have a good night.